This is Nonprofiting. I'm your host, Brooke Hawkins, as well as the Communication Program Manager at Serb Denton, and today we're talking about tiny houses. So, why am I doing this podcast? Well, simply put, to help nonprofits. Serb Denton supports other nonprofits that help people become self sufficient. So we're bringing in guest speakers who are experts in their fields so you can better communicate, better fundraise, cut costs, you name it. We want to see you succeed. So today we're talking about the tiny house movement. There are a lot of people in Denton who are trying to help open doors for tiny houses to be legal here, really to help homelessness and to provide an affordable housing option for just about anyone. Part of that process includes getting the right information. So Christian and Alexis from Tiny House Expedition were passing through Denton speaking at one of the Tiny House Coalition meetings. And of course, we took advantage of that and interviewed them about their experience. So if anyone is a Tiny House expert, it is these two. Uh, My name is Christian. And I'm Alexis, and we are Tiny House Expedition. We're a documentary and community outreach project. And we are traveling around the country with our tiny house on wheels visiting tiny house communities and grassroots housing projects that use tiny houses in creative ways. And that's the focus of our documentary. It's uh, the community experience of the tiny house movement, Um, all the inspiring people and projects that make this movement uh, so fascinating. It's more than the house. Um, And along the way, we do community events, and I had the pleasure of meeting Hannah, uh, a served intern, who uh, let me know about this project that trying to get going here to help the homeless. Awesome. Okay, so how did y'all get involved in tiny houses just in general? Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Where did you start with this <laughs> one? Um, so oh, early on when we were dating, we uh, took a road trip, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we talked a lot about building a teardrop trailer. Yeah. And uh, we just realized after uh, during that road trip that we we're fine with the small space and we wanted to, you know, we thought it'd be fun to travel more and all this stuff. And then at, um, some point after that, I pointed to a, um, a tiny house and I was like, this, there's this thing called a tiny house. Look at this. And <laughs> she just kind of went down the rabbit hole yeah. and did a lot of research. And, and, um, I've always loved cozy spaces <clears throat> and cabins. And so to have something, and I was in a place in my life where I really want to simplify so tiny houses really resonated so much with me. But as I was researching, I was learning about some of these projects, like I was telling you, like, you know, Opportunity Village Eugene or Community First Village in Austin and, and some other ones that really got me inspired as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so much more out there than what HGTV is showing, right? Mm-hmm. And so the idea to build our own tiny home and travel came very quickly, and uh, it took us... Um, about a year and a half of planning and building our tiny home. And uh, we finished our house last uh, June. And we've been traveling since July. <laughs> oh, so y'all are currently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've yeah. been traveling for nine months. Yeah, we've got 12,000 miles on the house. Yes, across wow. 15 states. 15 states so far, yeah. And we have another year of travel ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Man, so this is a long project. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of story to tell uh, just because of, you know, projects like this that are going on in different places that we keep hearing about because we do events like the Earth Day Texas and people come up and say, you should go check this out. You should contact these people. So yeah. 
you know, it's it's the the word of mouth thing is it it brings us to really good stories. Absolutely, and uh, those spontaneous conversations and uh, unexpected friendships that develop are the kind of highlight of the trip. Um, so, you know, people that we never would have had a reason to talk to otherwise. And actually, my favorite thing, one of my other favorite things about traveling, the tiny house is a tiny house. Uh, starts conversations and it spreads smiles. So what a great vehicle for pushing the boundaries is talk about a bigger conversation about sustainability and affordable housing. And uh, so, so it's a way to make it fun. You gotta, you gotta make uh, big topics like that fun and relatable and, and everyone loves to see tiny houses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really is fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I've had some friends that have been interested in doing that, but they've just had to figure out raising funds for actually building it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you have it, it is a pretty sustainable way of living. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's all about like in um, comparison to traditional housing. So it's more affordable, but yeah, it still takes a, a, a chunk of money. Um, of course, like us, we use a lot of salvage and reclaim materials. That's a good way to keep costs down. More labor intensive though. <laughs> Much more. So y'all built it on your own. Yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Just y'all two. Well, it was us two and a lot of friends and family. Yeah. yeah. And a key friend, um, so friend Tom, who's a master carpenter, mm-hmm. and he was our mentor. Yeah. So anytime yeah. I had a question, I would go to him. Uh, and some of the really hard things, like um, framing, I had no idea how to do. So he helped with a lot of the framing. What's really neat too is. Through helping us, he kind of fell in love with tiny houses. And so he started a company called Perchiness Tiny House and Cottage Company so that he could have more time with his family because he has his workshop at home. So he's building these tiny houses at his farm in North Carolina. So kind of a, a neat, a neat mm-hmm. thing to come out of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so y'all's tiny house, how many square feet is it? It's 130 square feet. Okay, so what is like the... I guess, largest square footage for it to be considered still a tiny house? Under 400 square feet, typically. Typically, yeah. 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 Um, but if you're a family of like five or six living in a thousand square feet, that's a tiny house, <laughs> for sure. And do y'all have a favorite tiny house community that y'all visited? <laughs> so pro- <clears throat> probably our favorite tiny house community to date. Um, this is a tough one, but we had an amazing experience in downtown Las Vegas mm-hmm. that's been going through some uh, pretty extensive revitalization over the past several years, led by the Downtown Project, um, which is connected with Sappos, uh, the shoe company. And there's a tiny house in Airstream community. It's called La Malopolis, or the, as the locals know it, the Airstream Park. And uh, Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos, who is a billionaire, actually lives there. The other people who live there come from different walks of life. Uh, but this is um, an incredible working, urban, tiny house model that could be replicated in other places. And it's actually built upon an old RV park, but completely transformed. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, so now, how does the whole bathroom situation work? I'm actually very curious. We have a composting toilet, but it's it's kind of a, a easy, cheap version of a composting toilet. It is a five gallon bucket, and um, we actually use a diverter to divert 
liquid out of the house to, to actually become gray water. And then um, solids go in the other part. Uh, and then we use sawdust. And, and the what... sawdust helps it dry out and break down. And, it, and the separation in the sawdust is what keeps the smell away. And surprisingly, not bad at all. Now you know a little bit more about tiny houses and about tiny house communities that they actually do exist. So lastly, we just have some information from Alexis and Christian on how to stay contacted and how to stay up to date with their journey and to figure out where's their documentary going to be placed. This summer we'll be editing a short educational documentary called Living Tiny Legally, which is about the legal aspects of tiny house living, you know, stuff like zoning and safety standards and that sort of thing. And it provides case studies of cities who've been successful embracing tiny housing legally. Um, and this will be released on YouTube and will be a free resource for anyone to share with their city officials. Um, and it will also be debuting at the Tiny House Jamboree in Colorado Springs. Our larger documentary piece is a documentary series that we are pitching to cable networks actually. So this could be coming to a channel like Travel, Discovery, um, or CNN. You can follow Tiny House Expedition at tinyhouseexpedition.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. And all those links are on our website. So please stay tuned and continue to follow us.